You are now listening to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Go to venuscuckoldress.com. You'll find the new Queen's Quarters fan destination. Book a one-to-one chat with me, listen to the private podcast, and even get access to my secret Snapchat group, where I share some of my most intimate encounters. Now sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's dive right into this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this another bonus episode for Cuck Week. And wow, what a week it's been so far. Oh my gosh, I love Cuck Week. This is the second annual Cuck Week. And the theme this year is cuckolding is dot, dot, dot. What is cuckolding to you? It is so many different things. So I hope you're enjoying all of the really fun Cuck Week things that are going on. You can check out venuscuckoldress.com. The events page will give you an idea of what's going on for me for Cuck Week. And then if you follow the hashtag Cuck Week on Twitter, you'll be able to check out some more stuff as well as on Instagram. All right, this bonus episode. Oh, this is the long awaited (laughs) bonus chat that I had with Harmony California on the Moan app. And if you missed the very first episode I did with her last year, oh, I keep forgetting that's a whole different year now. I'm like, what What the fuck year are we on? It was last year I did a show with her and she was amazing. And we did a follow-up chat on the Moan app and um, I recorded it. And so today I'm releasing that recording and it is pretty fucking awesome. She discusses a little bit more about her and her story uh, with her um, her cuck hubby Pip and and the the adult entertainment that she does, the the content that she creates. And so uh, she also takes some questions from the audience. And my favorite part about this recording, this chat that we did, was when she talks about slut shaming. <laughs> Harmony, if you're listening, I fucking adore you for this side of you. I absolutely fucking Love it. So someone brought up uh, slut shaming and Harmony had some words. (laughs) And it was just so, so good. I love it. I love it so much. So make sure you keep an eye out for that part because it's epic. It's so good. Um, All right. And don't forget this Saturday, the 28th of January, near the end of Cuck Week, I'm doing a special moan chat the ultimate cuckolding fantasies. I'll share mine. You share yours. Let's have some fun with it. Don't miss out. It's 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Moan app. If you haven't downloaded it, you what the fuck are you waiting for? You have to do it. It's so much fun. All right, before we jump into this, let me just give you a quick heads up. 
The audio quality on the Moan app, because people are on their phones, is not the greatest. So I've edited things and stuff, kind of tweaked it here and there. But it is it is not the best audio quality. But it is to be expected. It's the Moan app, so it's not a professional sound studio. So anyway, I don't think it's going to bother you too much. It's a great conversation. Let's jump into it. Here we go. I'll introduce everybody to Harmony. I'm sure you've heard about her before. She's the like the OG Queen of Spades cuckold dress. <laughs> it's been who's been like legendary in my mind for a long time. She it, not only does she produce uh, adult film content, but uh, she also um, is in a loving cuckolding relationship and has been for a long time. So, um, which is just it's so fascinating to me to to um to be able to talk to you about that. So I think I overheard something about you having a very fun cuckoldress week this week, Harmony. <laughs> you got to go see your bull, I think. Was that what it was? Yes, that is absolutely correct. I went up and uh visited Demon Dick J, my boyfriend, my lover, and spent the week with him um fucking and and filming just having a great time and uh, cuckolding Pip while I was at it. Oh, that's so awesome. I figured there was something going on. I heard a little something on Twitter about about that Demon Dick. What's his name? Demon Dick something. That's an awesome username. Or Demon nickname. Dick J. Demon Dick J. Demon yeah, Dick. Yeah, Demon Dick J. Yep. <laughs> How long has he been your bull for? He, Him and I have been uh, seeing each other a little over a year now. Okay. Cool. So it's kind of a new, a newer relationship. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so Harmony is on OnlyFans. She, um, produces her content on there and, um, she's got a loyal following. I heard, first heard about Harmony way back when, like literally way back when I first started in this lifestyle and found out about it and started talking to people. There was this one guy and he was like, Harmony's the reason why I'm interested in all of this. And I was like, oh, who's this Harmony person? He's like, yeah, she's she's like a porn star and she she uh, is a queen of spades and she is in a cuckolding relationship. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I learned about you from early on and clearly you are inspiring interest in this lifestyle. So good on you for that. Um, and your relationship with Pip, and by the way... <laughs> I didn't really know this until I interviewed her for the podcast, but Pip <laughs> Pip got his name from a Twitter poll, I think it was, where you asked what should his nickname be, and it was Pretty in Pink because he is Pretty in Pink Chastity, which I think is hilarious. So Pip has stuck since then. <laughs> Pip, I think, is listening <laughs> yes. in in the audience. Hello, Pip. Pip's here. Um Welcome, welcome. Um, and so your relationship I found fascinating in that, like, it started out, it started out in a really non-vanilla kind of way. It's not like you guys really, you know, started out pretty vanilla and then worked your way through, like, the swinging door, the kink door, cuckolding door kind of thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because we started with me, I was a stripper. Uh, I didn't work that often, honestly. I usually, because I was actually going to college 
during this time. And I was just dancing on the weekends to supplement my part-time job during the week. But it happened to be spring break. And I happened to work on a Friday. Uh, He also happened to just come in that Friday. Uh, He hadn't been, I think, into a strip club in almost a year. So he came in and we just hit it off. He asked me out on a date the next night. And I I was dancing again. I was working. So I said, sure, swing by the club when I'm done and we'll go out to a concert. And it just all blossomed from there, but never really in a monogamous vanilla way. That's so awesome. So when did you guys start to introduce sexual denial into your relationship? Uh, The sexual denial came way further into it. Um, Bringing in other people was always kind of it from the beginning, but uh, actually denying him uh, was uh, kind of further into it. Once he really found out how much he liked just watching that, uh, and then we kind of started touching on the cuckolding and seeing how much he liked of it. Okay, so you were kind of learning what his interests were with that. Exactly, exactly. Because as things change, evolve, you try different things. I mean, this isn't the first, you know, kink that we've tried. We have tried other things in the past. And things just evolve and what you, you know, you stumble on things. Sometimes you just literally stumble across things that you like. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to try them and then you see some things take off and you really like them and some things don't. (laughs) That's so great. I mean, I think it's so cool how you guys met, like what a coincidence. He just happened to pop in there that night. And then, um, and then you just happened to be working that night and, and but then he he asks you out on a date like but as a stripper like how how many guys try to ask you on a date like it worked for him <laughs> I would think that it would be it wouldn't work. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. You know, that's a really good, that's usually you're 100% correct. For some reason, um, Pip is not one of those guys. I wasn't the first stripper that he dated. Um, so he, he was one of those guys that he didn't, you know, and if the girl said no, then that was fine. But he asked me and it was a 
it was a concert. It was an outdoor venue. I felt it was safe. I felt he was a nice guy. I mean, we spent a couple of hours together, not just me dancing, but you sit, you talk, you yeah. talk about life. You know, I, I was actually in college. I was that stripper that was uh, in an actual university. So, uh, you know, I had things to talk to him about. So it, it was just different. I, it is, it was, it's very much a, wow, if it hadn't been this perfect moment, none of this may have ever happened. Yeah. It sounds like Pip had some good vibes going on for him. That's good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so your relationship has evolved over the years, just like every relationship does, but you said through different kinks and stuff like that. Um, and the sexual denial part came kind of further on. And now it sounds like he is he kept in chastity all the time, like long term chastity. For the most part, yes. Yep, okay. he's locked up right now, actually. So, and he spent the whole week locked up, obviously, when I was away, and uh, you know, doing all the great things that he does. You know, I came home to a immaculately cleaned house <laughs> and he had uh cleaned out my closet like I just I'm really bad at getting rid of clothes I don't wear it even things he, he brought something out that I did a, I don't even know if I did a scene in it I might have just done a a photo shoot in it and it was a horrible outfit it was hot I was sweaty and I still had it in my closet and I looked at it and I'm like burn this thing why do I even still own it um so I'm kind of bad at letting go of stuff so he uh he you know did all that cleaning and stuff while I was gone because he's you know locked up and uh and that's how he kept himself busy that's so awesome <laughs> oh my gosh okay so how often does he get unlocked then um it just honestly kind of depends on how I feel uh, you know, extreme circumstances or something, uh, he'll unlock, you know, say he's traveling for something, you know, don't want to go through the metal detector at the airport um, with that on. I don't know what they could see in those little scanny rooms, but uh, let's, <laughs> let's not <laughs> invite questions. Um, but uh, but I will, you know, there is there is the release. I mean, there do there is now he doesn't, you know get to penetrate me but if he's done good and he's been a good cuck and done good service i will allow him to unlock and then i'll allow him to masturbate while i tell him you know what i've recently done some you know a good naughty story or what i've been thinking about doing and so he will get to have that release and i'll usually let him sleep for the night without it but next morning up shower lock back up uh-huh <laughs> So do you wear the key or just keep it on you? Oh, no, I wear it. It is on an anklet that I have. Uh, one side of the anklet says, I love BBC. The other side of the anklet just has uh, a, a, the letter Q and a symbol of a spade. And then his key is uh, hanging in between them. You really are the queen of cuckold dresses. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> She's so wicked. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and you have three, this is so funny about the podcast. I had no idea that we have the exact same tattoo in the exact same place. I was like, what? That is so crazy. Cause I bear, like I have, 
when I got my tattoo, I didn't know anyone who had that same tattoo. And then over the years, I've heard of one or two women who got it done in the same place. But other than that, I had not. So it was so funny when you're telling, describing me, I was like, oh my God, we have the same, we have the same tattoo. So for those of you who are in the audience right now and don't know what we're talking about, we both have the Black Queen of Spades symbol, the traditional one, the black spade with the um, the Q in the middle. We both have that in the exact same place, right above our pussy. And so <laughs> I just thought that was so awesome out of all the places to get it. We have the exact same tattoo. That's that's so great. But I really like the one on your on your arm down by your wrist. I think that one's cool. What does it say again? It's my my spade logo with the yin and yang in it. And then underneath it, it just says queen. Yeah. Uh, so I got it right there. So it would be, uh, you know, a nice perfect line with my wedding ring when my hand is, you know, wrapped around a big black cock. Right. Oh my God. Speaking of wedding. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> when we recorded a little bit of bonus content together and it was rapid fire questions and, um, <laughs> Oh my god. Harmony, harmony. That your wedding your wedding fantasy thing was so much better than mine. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> this is so great. So, uh, she said she um she wants to be a runaway bride. So, you're marrying your where you you guys are going to um renew your vows and and have the ceremony and stuff, but then at some point you you run away. <laughs> down the aisle out of the church into like a limo with a whole bunch of black guys in it. <laughs> is that, that's the gist of it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That is the gist of it. And then go back and, and film um, the, you know, wedding orgy in the wedding dress. <laughs> so awesome. I love that so much. Like if you, if you make that into a video, I'm just going to be like, wow, that's epic. I love it. So I was saying <laughs> we should add that to the 17 ways to cuck your man because <laughs> that definitely belongs on there. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. Yes. This is so great. Okay. So <clears throat> one of the things that we talked – we touched on a little bit um, in the in the episode was that you have – you know, um, you agree that cuckolding is love, but I didn't really ask you a lot about that. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to ask you, what does cuckolding is love mean to you? Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. 
it really means being present in the moments. It's the it's the little things that are done throughout the day that because when Pip is locked up and he's in chastity, he's in a heightened sense of awareness. And so the little things that I do for him, uh, you know, such as it may be simply rubbing up against him as I'm walking through the house or just, you know, giving him a little kiss on the ear, a little lick on the earlobe, just those little things that just get him excited and get him even more worked up Mm -hmm. and give, giving him that pleasure, uh, because he is he's locked up for his pleasure but he's also doing it to give me my freedom and that's his love for me he's locking up he's denying his sexual gratification which is building and building and building but he's still denying it for a good amount of time while i am out there being sexually gratified so it you know, it's a, it's a give and take of feeding off of each other and knowing what each other needs. And it's a constant learning process. Like, don't, I don't want anybody to listen to this and think that, oh, she's just got it down. I don't got it down. Um, I'm just, it's a (laughs) constant learning process. It just, you know, it's, it's just a, it's a, a relationship and you're talking about things and sometimes you're just sit down and talk out, okay, you know, you want this. Well, what does that look like for you? Tell me exactly what it is you need. What are you looking for in this scenario or in this fantasy, you know, and, and just talking that out to, it helps you learn. So this is an ongoing process that you're kind of always doing. It's not just, oh, I got it down. I know what I'm doing. You know, you're, you're checking in, you're communicating and, you're showing your affection through this mm-hmm. and with it, using it as a, a tool of love. I love that so much. I asked one of the questions uh, in, in I have a, a Twitter community for cuckolding. It's called Cuckolding is Love. And one of the questions I asked early on, which I got some really interesting answers to, was uh, what is the most underrated part of a cuckolding relationship. And it was so interesting. One of the people um, said uh, the huge increase in my wife's confidence, not only sexually, but in other aspects of her life. And um, someone else put, it's not just about the sex. It's about the fun of the little, little bits of teasing that we do outside of, you know, the bedroom. And I think that's what, what, that's what made me think of that was that comment that you made about, you know, when you, you know, just touch him, touch Pip a little bit to get, and you notice that him getting turned on like that. I love that about this kind of relationship as well. Yeah. A a great story for that is this last Christmas, um, Pip uh, left town a couple days before me and I was staying at home alone. So I called up my boyfriend, Demon Dick J, and he came into town to see me. And all I did was text Pip and say, Hey, turn on the security camera (laughs) because we were sitting right there in front of the security camera. And we spent two days right in front of the security (laughs) camera. 
um, just having a blast. So he could just look at the uh, camera, pull it up live anytime he wanted and see us sitting there. Maybe we're just having fun, laughing, eating lunch. But most of the time we were having sex. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. That is so great. I love that. That's fun. That's an idea to add to the uh, ways to cuck your man. (laughs) Use a security camera and then tell him to turn it on. That's so great. Um, What what about like, I've I've heard some chatter over the last little while um, when it comes to, you know, mainstreaming cuckolding and wouldn't it be great and everything like that. But there's the flip side to that of what would it be, would cuckolding be as fun if there wasn't such a taboo about it, what are your thoughts on that? That's a good question. It might not be for some people. Yes, for some people, you know, I guess it it depends. Is your is your kink cuckolding or is your kink, you know, fighting the power, <laughs> doing <laughs> something different? I guess you would find out. Um, you know which one it was, if it became more mainstream and then all of a sudden it's too vanilla for you. Well, then now we know what you're into. You're really into just pushing the boundaries yeah, and maybe trailblazing and finding something new, which is fine. That's what you're into. Uh, but if, you know, it goes mainstream and the shaming stops and, uh, but you know, humans are pretty slow to evolve that way. So, uh, but if that were to happen and you find you're still into it, still turned on by it, then, you have your answer. Do you think that cuckolding is becoming more and more mainstream or is that just a perception? You know, it's hard to say because we're in this, yeah. you know, we're in the middle of it. So it's, it's hard to say. Um, so I think I, I, how about this? I know that just, you know, whatever you want to call it, swinging, polyamory, just non-monogamous, non-vanilla sex has certainly become more popular lately, especially, you know, because we talked about on the podcast how long ago I started. Mm -hmm. And when I started that Queen of Spades tattoo that we both have, you know, a shout out to uh, Kayla Cleavage and uh, Greg and Cheryl, uh, Cheryl and Greg, who kind of they started that whole thing. And when I wanted to have a tattoo like that, I couldn't just go on Amazon and order a 10 pack of queen of spades tattoos. (laughs) I had to email somebody. I had to get it in the mail, you know, an actual letter from an actual person who made them. And it, it wasn't just, Oh, you could find it anywhere like you can now. So I know that that has certainly opened up. And so I would say anything's possible. Uh, But again, you know, human evolution tends to be really slow when it comes to, you know, social things. And especially when it comes to sexual, uh, you know, revelations and cuckolding because there is so much shame and stigma attached to it. Um, it's, it's going to take longer. It's going to take more, it's going to take more work from us, Venus. Yes. Uh, to, <laughs> to, to break that. Uh, we got, we got a lot of, a lot of road ahead of us, but that's okay. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's, it's going to be hard work. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of shame 
and self-loathing that goes along with that and just emotional struggle, just emotional turmoil. Oh, my gosh. I had a really great um, chat with the members of the Helpful Cocktail um, this past weekend, and we had a really kind of, you know, open and vulnerable um, conversation about that struggle that cucks have. Um, I can't ask Pip if he's had that or gone through that, but is this part of, has this been part of your relationship in kind of dealing with that? I don't think that you have any shame when it comes to being a slut. <laughs> I think we, we had this conversation before and I just, I'm like, you are so badass. I love it. Like I, we both think about it in the same way. Like slut is a, a compliment. It's a term of endearment to me. So I'm, I, I've never had that kind of like, you know, struggle with, Oh God, is this, you know, and do I feel dirty? Do I feel slutty? Blah, blah, blah. But, um, but what, what about the kind of cuck shame? Has that been part of uh, the work that you guys have done together? Um, no, I don't think that that's ever really, uh, really come up because again, we didn't start vanilla. We started so open and we tried, you know, other things before we got to the cuckolding. So we, you know, we're so already open in the bedroom and with sex that, you know, it's, you know, you're two consenting adults, nothing's off the table. Let's give it a try. So I, you know, I don't think that he ever really felt that it was something to be ashamed of. Um, And that's something, you know, that we talk about that we, that we put out there that this is a, you know, this is an actually a very strong thing for a man to do. Um, It shows strength and confidence in himself and in his relationship that he can enjoy his woman, his partner, his wife, uh, his lover, and he can enjoy her having fun with somebody else and not take it as a threat uh, to his own relationship. And that's a special kind of strength. And, you know, that's, that's more kind of, I guess, in the cuck angst, um, that you, you, you do deal with, um, you know, it, it, it could rear its ugly head every once in a while, and then you talk it out and you deal with it. But when it comes to actual shame of what he likes and, you know, this, the cuckolding, no, I don't think that that's ever really, it's not been a big part that we needed to talk out, mm-hmm. um, which is also kind of for me, like spreading the cuckolding is love. It just seems like a natural thing because I don't, I don't want anybody to feel ashamed of, you know, what their kink is. Yes. Be proud. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So Pip chimed in in the chat. He said, all of our friends are completely unsurprised by our life. <laughs> So so your friends know about this lifestyle that you guys live together. uh, Certain, yeah, select friends, not like, you know, not every, everybody we know, but yes, they're absolutely friends um, that, that know what we do. Absolutely. And some, some family members. So that, okay. So that's, and what was the reaction when you told them, or was it just something that came up in conversation and you just moved on to the next topic like it was nothing? 
you know, that's kind of how I talk about a lot of things. <laughs> I kind of just, oh, by the way, uh, here's this, you know, and people would be like, you just can't drop that. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just like, I stated as a matter of fact, like, oh, by the way, this is this. Uh, can you, you know, pass the gravy for my mashed potatoes? Uh, no, I don't do it over family <laughs> dinners, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, some, <laughs> some people have questions um of real interest but they're they're more of wow you know people people pay you for that yeah yeah people like people like what i do they like my work Mm -hmm. um you know you could you could think of it as a form of art if that makes you feel better about it um but usually it's just uh yeah this is you know something i do and like pip said everybody's like yeah that makes sense that tracks (laughs) that's so awesome Um, Okay, so one of the things that um, we touched on in the interview that I would love to ask you a little bit more about, I was asking you about some of the things on the podcast, the um, topics on the podcast that kind of resonated with you. And you uh, actually, uh, Pip, you and Pip said that um, it was the falling in love with a bull episode that you really if it felt like you connected with that one. So what was it about that episode that you really appreciated? Well, I liked the, everybody starts out with all these rules. Um, it, it was, it's, it's just interesting to hear the different women that you had on there talk about how they, you know, you start out with rules. Yep. Uh, maybe some rules are you don't play alone you know, your, your husband's always in the room or your wife's always in the room when you're playing, or maybe there's no kissing. And as you go along, those rules all really kind of just start to go away. I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them just start to, you know, they just don't serve a purpose anymore. You get more comfortable, you know, especially if you start getting, you know, a stable of regular guys coming in uh, you know, everybody gets more comfortable. And then again, the evolution of pleasure, you know, all of a sudden he thinks, oh, you know, I, I do want you to just go off with him. And, you know, I don't know about it until after it's done, or I know what you're doing and I just get to sit and think about it. Or maybe like you, you know, you talk about your first experience, maybe I, you know, I just get a phone call or, um, so it kind of evolves, you know, into that sort of thing. Excuse me. Uh, okay. I, I lost where I was going with that's that. Okay. I love how you said the evolution of pleasure in a cuckolding relationship. I need to write that down because I think that is so true in that um, you start out – it is so true. You start out with all these rules. The guy wants to keep his – you know, all the, all these little strings of control and feel secure that way. So there's all these rules. But it's also rules for – um, for health, for safety, all of these kind of things too. But then, yeah, that's so true. There is this evolution of pleasure or compersion or evolution of cuck angst um, within the relationship that usually happens where you see things kind of changing in direction a little bit or those those rules just, you know, slipping away and um, there's more... For, I guess you call freedom or more ability to um, to to try things that maybe you were both scared to do before, or it was just off limits or whatever. The evolution of pleasure—that's so cool. And that's and, and 
getting back to where it was falling in love with your bull. And that's how it happened. Things started, you know, falling in love was always a rule. Don't, you know, yeah. You, but, but then, you know, that doesn't always work. You know, you can't always control who you fall like always. It, Cause you know, so often we walk around and be like, Oh, I'm falling in love with that person. You can't <laughs> control who you fall in love with. Sometimes it just happens. And, you know, this is, it was something that we had to deal with. And it's nice to hear that it is something that other people have dealt with too. And that it's not, it's not a deal breaker. It's not an ender to the polyamory. It's not an ender to the lifestyle and it's not an ender to your relationship either. Like that's the big, you know, I think so many people just in the world in general maybe find themselves in that position, not polyamorous, but monogamous and cheating. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in love and you're still in love with your spouse, but now you're in love with this other person. And now everybody's lives are ruined because society tells you that that's unacceptable. You must pick one or the other. You can't do this with more than one person. And I I just, I don't know, you, you wonder, you know, how many lives are ruined based on that false premise um, that this can't be done. It's, you know, it's not good for you. It's whatever bullshit they want to throw at you. So the falling in love with your black bull really helped to hear that other people have gone through it. Um, you know, they've had it happen. They've had that relationship with the bull end and it's still, you know, if this is your lifestyle, this is your lifestyle. You, you know, it doesn't have to be the end of everything. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I mean, for some couples, it is unexpected. And I've heard horror stories of like, you know, she does leave her husband for the bull. Um, But it can work out. I have definitely heard cases, instances where it does actually work out. And you're right, you can't fall in love. You can't choose who you fall in love with. Like, it's impossible. I, I, I am personally scared of I'm scared of that happening, falling in love with a bull, um, because I don't really trust myself when I'm in love. I'm like really dumb and blind and uh, deaf, and every, like I just am not. I'm I don't make good choices, so I would be scared of what I might choose if I had to make a choice in um in a position like that. Maybe my husband would say, I don't want you to see him anymore. Maybe my bull would say, I don't want you to be with your husband anymore. And I'm scared of those kind of situations. That would that would really suck. Has anything like that crossed your mind before? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, it has. And I, I mean, you know, this is my kind of view towards things is, you know, you're one, we're trailblazing. You and I, we're, we're making this stuff up as we go. Um, there's no rule book. There's no manual. There's no how to, how to live a happy and joyous polyamorous life. Uh, it's not out there. So we're all doing our best as we go along. And so, you know, if you think about the worst, I mean, play that scenario out in your head. Okay. Let's say this does happen. He comes to me and, uh, you know, and says this to me, what am I going to do? You know, am I going to, uh, you know, say yes automatically? Is that where my heart's going to be? 
Am I going to, you know, talk this out? Uh, is this not, a, you know, this is not an option for me. If my bull comes to me and says, I love you and I want you to leave your husband, uh, you, you say, no, like mm -hmm. I've already decided this, this isn't something I'm, I'm going to do. No, you've crossed a boundary here. Um, you know, you need to back up and we, we need to reestablish our boundaries. If you think that this is something, you know, you could say, because yeah. this is not something that I'm going to do. Right. So that's and great. Then you plan you plan for it. And then that way, when it happens, you know, and then the same way in the other direction, you know, you don't want your, you know, you don't want your husband, you don't want your full-time partner to come in and just say, no, you, you can't be with him anymore. There's too many feelings. You know, I can, I can see that there's feelings and, and, you know, you can't, you can't see him anymore. And then this isn't a partnership anymore. This is a, a, a a, a pimping relationship. You sleep with who I tell you to sleep with. Yeah. So you've got to, you know, find a, a good balance between those um, so that you don't end up in either one of them. You want to, you know, be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared for when it, when it happens. Cause if you're in this lifestyle long enough, it's probably going to happen. You're going, I mean, just like, just like the world, just like the dating pool, you're going to meet people you don't click with at all, but then you're going to meet people you know, every once in a while that you really click with. They really love that band that you're into or that book you just read or, or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, you have feelings that you haven't felt in a really long time, maybe since you first met your husband or your partner, maybe you haven't felt like that. And it's, it's a good feeling to fall in love, that head over heels, that rush. I mean, it, it's a, it's a high that people search out for a good reason. Yeah. Uh, it's a natural high that, you know, doesn't, uh, so that it, it's going to happen probably. So it's best to just be prepared for the situation so that you can navigate it and get through it. And also don't ever, ever, you know, don't ever forget professional help. There are therapists out there who, you know, can definitely do marriage counseling with polyamorous people. That, that is a thing. Mm -hmm. So don't ever, don't ever discount that if you're, you know, really going through a rough spot and, but you don't, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to end your lifestyle. You want to work it out. You want to talk it out find somebody to talk it out with. Yeah, that's great advice. I love that you say to be, you know, prepare for it by having those difficult conversations and having those boundaries in place and they're clear. Um, I think those are all really, really great things to do. Um, I th This kind of relationship requires that kind of very open, transparent, honest communication that where you're vulnerable with each other and you you have to have those uncomfortable conversations together and um yeah i think that if you don't have that you're going to run into some problems <laughs> um yes yes it pip said it really helped to hear about others overcome the issue um there was an interesting question in the chat that i wanted to bring up or harmony. Um, it's, it's from two loving life. And he said, uh, there's lots of focus on cuck shame. What about the shame the cuckoldress might feel about being slutty? What are, we are so conditioned to feel badly about being slutty. Yeah, I saw that question. And um, yeah, fuck that. That's, <laughs> that's what I that's what I say to that. Uh, people have been trying to slut shame me since I was in high school. 
And um, there's a couple of uh, things that uh, I try to live by. And one thing is, um, for your opinion to matter of me, uh, you must matter to me. And, uh, you know, random trolls on the Internet calling me a slut. I don't know you. You don't know me. I don't care what you say. Um, And, you know, if you've ever asked somebody what's the definition of a slut, uh, it's a woman who fucks like a man. Um, so it's a, it's a double standard. It's bullshit. Um, tell them to fuck off. Do not let that get in your way. This is your life. You only get one life on this planet as far as we know. Uh, so enjoy it. Go out there, explore it, find out who you are, uh, find your fantasies and, and let the rest of them fuck off. And when they get there, fuck off again. Um, (laughs) Because people who slut shame, they got nothing going on in their lives. If I, I'm so busy in my life, I don't have time to shame people for anything. Um, that's that's and that's no way to go through life. I I feel pity for people like that. That's a sad, sad little person who makes themselves feel better by calling somebody else a slut. So take the word like Venus and I have. Take it. Own it. Yeah, I'm a slut. I'm a whore. What else you got? If that's all you've got to come at me with, fuck off again. <laughs> um, because that if 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 you look at me as a person and all you see is a slut, you're fucking blind. Go away. You're nobody to <laughs> me, and your opinion matters less than nothing. So be gone. Let's yeah. you know before someone drops a house on you. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, Harmony, that was the best answer ever. Um, <laughs> love it. I think I'm guessing that for some women, the fear of being slut shamed by other women is extraordinary. Um, because that, wo- women can be yeah, terrible, terrible. Yes, to each other. that is, that is definitely where it comes from. You don't get a whole lot of men slut shaming unless you're talking about, you know, you know, really, really preachy, um, type of stuff. But otherwise, you know, it's slut shaming comes from women. And I would bet you most of them wish they could be a slut. Um, because all they're doing is shaming you for having pleasure. That's really all they're doing. And let's face it, everybody has sex. Everybody wants to be having sex, is thinking about having sex. And so when they're shaming you, it's because they're not getting the amount of sex that they want. And how dare you live your life to the fullest? Yeah. So I think maybe it the the one of the really great resources that you can do for any woman who is struggling with that kind of um slut shaming is connecting her with other women like myself and like you Harmony and like the Slut Sisters um organization that you where she can feel comfortable and not judged and start to feel accepting of this side of her that seeks pleasure just like everyone else <laughs> so <laughs> think, exactly yeah let go of the judgment that she is you know putting on herself um just like dr david lay said you have to be compassionate with yourself uh if if you're going to accept who you are in a positive way otherwise you're just going to feel like shit and you're going to fight it and everything like that so if you want to live this lifestyle and you enjoy it then you have to be compassionate if you feel like, you know, you're sp- slut shaming yourself or you're afraid of someone else slut shaming you or whatever. Just be ca- passionate to yourself. Yeah, oh. I mean what they say what they say doesn't matter. Don't let it, you know, don't let it affect you. It's it's just, you know, 
chatter from the bleachers. It does not, it doesn't matter. And if you're, you know, we've talked about the ethical slut is a great book uh, to read um, and, and, you know, find, find that inner slut or, you know, find who you are. And it's, yeah, you just don't, don't listen to the haters out there. There's always going to be haters. Block them, mute them, and go on with your life. Yeah. Hi, James. Thanks for popping up. Do you have a question? Well, yeah, this, um, I'm here with my cuckoldress, Marie. It's her first time uh, chiming in. Hi. And uh, you want to jump in and, and comment on that, that slut shaming. We're just, just out on a date uh, the other night, and just the way she was dressed, uh, we live in a fairly conservative area, and just the looks and the glares from people make her uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, it, it makes it very uh, difficult to try to be accepting of who I am when it's not so much just people online because for that I just I don't I don't care they don't know me but when it's you know people in my state in my town uh, who could make life uh, really rather difficult <laughs> whether it's for me personally or for our children um, it's it makes it a little bit more um, difficult I I get that I, I hear what you're saying um, when I get that, cause I definitely get the sideways glances when I'm out in public and I'm dressed up, you know, to the nines and feeling good. And you know what I do? I smile. I smile cause the best revenge is a life well lived. <laughs> let them, let them sit in their anger. Let them stew in the juices till they get all pruney. That's, you know, not your monkeys, not your circus, not your problem. And yes, I understand it's your town and they can make life difficult, but you know what? Life's difficult anyway. Um, it's a lot easier when life is difficult and you are you. Um, if you're trying to be somebody else and life throws shit at you, then it's, it's just way too much for the brain to handle. Be you, be true to who you are and what you're into. And it's nobody else's business. And, you know, just let the looks, you know, just pass you by, smile and wave and move on with your happiness and fuck them. <laughs> Oh my god. You're so awesome, Harmony. I think we need to like make this like a mantra or something. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. And if they come back, fuck them again. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. I feel like we need to get that message out like to the masses because it really does need to be heard. That's 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 amazing. Um Okay, uh, thank you for your for chiming in, James. And I'm so happy that the two of you could pop on and contribute and um, ask that great question. So thank you for that. Um, all right, so I am going to close out this room. <laughs> so <laughs> I am going to stop taking questions. <laughs> so you're going to lose your chance. So anyway, um, Harmony, thank you so much for popping on here, for helping me out with the episode. I feel like you have this incredible um, uh, advice and a story, and it, you're just very inspirational to a lot of people. And I'm so happy to be able to, you know, elevate your voice so that more and more people hear it. So thank you so much. 
Thank you. This has been awesome. It's been fantastic to talk with you and to yeah, talk all this out and let people know that this is real stuff and, you know, real people do live like this. And, and it's just been, and it's been great getting to know you and the other, you know, cucks and stuff that listen to you. It's nice to interact with them as well. Um, where can uh, people go to learn more about you and your uh, videos and all that fun stuff? You could find me on Twitter. Uh, it's at girl with spade tattoo, just a W for with and same for OnlyFans, girl with spade tattoo. But honestly, you could probably just Google the name Harmony California and find me fairly easily. I did that before I Googled you and I was like, holy shit, there's so much. There's so much. It's like amazing. <laughs> so yeah, you're definitely findable. <laughs> just need to know the name. All right, that's going to be it for this special Cuck Week bonus episode with Miss Harmony California. I hope you loved it. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com. That's where you can check out the events page and see what's happening for Cuck Week. And, by the way, I haven't mentioned yet, but I should probably do that right now. There is a special 30% discount going on. For Cuck Week, if you're interested in joining the exclusive Helpful Cuck tier in the Queen's Quarters Fan Club, then you can use the promo code CUCKWEEK2023, and it is valid until January 29th. That'll give you a 30% discount on a membership for the Helpful Cuck tier. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter. My handle is at CuckoldressV. That's it for this time. Happy Cuck Week, everybody. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one -one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.